This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. The announcement doesn't lie. This is the Almost Famous Podcast <laughs> with myself and Ashley I. Hey, I'm back in studio this week in Yay! Los Angeles. And I'm happy to be here. Um, Ashley has a half-eaten tuna sandwich sitting in front of me that I walked into. So if you hear me gag a little bit during this uh, No, no, podcast. please don't chew on the podcast. Hit that little cough button. Mm-hmm. I do that even when I swallow. I, ha- I hate the sound of people making noise with their mouth. Just like it doesn't even have to be chewing. It's just yeah. like noise. Mouth noises are so gross. Yeah, I, I I totally agree with that. Hey, we have an awesome podcast too, by the way. Uh, so good, jam packed. I, I feel like we're killing it for the off season. This is, you know, the Bachelor isn't happening. The Bachelorette isn't happening. Bachelor in Paradise isn't happening. Um, and and we're still going, and we're making this work. Mm-hmm, yeah, we have new news every single week. But our fellow Bachelor contestants are helping us out with this. Like the whole Wells and Sarah Highland thing, all mm. the pregnancies, yeah. Caitlyn doing Broadway. Like we everybody's news. creating news for Tell us. Tell us what you know about Sarah and Wells. I just, but, but before, I, I want to say that it sounds like what we're getting to is that Bachelor contestants and Bachelorette contestants have more going on than just the show. Oh my gosh, look, we're <laughs> growing up. Hey, son of a gun. <laughs> um, all right, so Amy, you want to talk about Wells and Sarah? Yeah, I want to know what everybody knows. Okay. Um, well, I don't want to be like the girl who tells things. So, Ben? <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll take that role. Let me okay. get in trouble. Um, here's the deal. What I know is Here's that, the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. Um, I met Sarah Highland uh, about two years ago at an ABC event, and I think she is absolutely fantastic. She was nothing uh, but nice and funny and sweet, and, and I love Modern Family. It is my mm. favorite show on television. It, I think is it's one of the most well-written, witty, creative shows ever done. Uh, so I've always been a fan of Sarah. I was excited to meet her. And then Wells Adams, one of my favorite people ever <laughs> in Bachelor Nation. I mean, he is he is somebody that I I just not only like just enjoy being around, but I have a, a really deep heart for. I don't mm-hmm. really know why. I haven't been around him a ton, but on our times that we do spend, I, I feel like uh, spending time with Wells always makes my life better. So if, you guys, you guys are very compatible. You're very cute in real life. Yeah, I mean, we're, and we're different. We're so you're different. You're so different. So different, but we get along uh, very well. So my my thought is, I I do know that there's interest. I don't know if they're official. I don't well, know their made status. It Instagram official, and I think that's the new Facebook okay. official. So I would say you're not gonna post multiple pictures on both ends. Yeah. Without them actually being girlfriend and boyfriend. How did they meet? I mean, do you know how they met, right? I actually, I think it is through social media. Oh, good I think job, there good was, job. Yeah, uh, I think there was a way. Thanks at, for being honest, so I didn't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry, I'll just fall on the sword over and over again for you, Ashley. I'll do that for the rest of my life if I need to. Um, no, I, I mean, I think it's through social media. I don't know how that whole world works, but I'm sure there's messages or interest. I think that's great. I think it's fine. It's an avenue at which to meet people, so why would you not take advantage of saying... You know, I don't know who who initiated it, Sarah or Wells. I do. Well, then Ashley. Ashley, just tell us. Yeah. Okay, we'll it was it Sarah. Sarah did. Good. Okay, so Sarah saw interest in Wells, reached out to Wells, and Wells showed interest back. What a beautiful story! And and the fact that they're having fun. I know Sarah just got out of a relationship. I know Wells has kind of been um, dating and also going on Bachelor in Paradise and kind of had his romantic interest. So if their journey leads them together through whatever means, we should celebrate that. And we're going to do it right now on this podcast with a round of applause. That is how 
Mandy Moore met her husband. Are you serious? Her, I didn't yeah, her, know that. Her new fiance? Yeah, she slid into DMs. She reached out publicly, like, I like your music, and then he had his people call her people, and now they're engaged. I keep telling Amy <laughs> that she, as my people, like, Amy's our people, like, she needs to make some phone calls on our behalf. I'm happy to. In fact, I got a listener asking, realistically, mm-hmm. you have to be realistic. Yeah. You can't say, like, Brad yeah. Pitt. Like, I'm not going to say Justin Bieber, who, I'm not going to say Harry, you know. Lila, I'm not going to say Harry. I think her name was Lila. Lila, Lila. She wanted to know who realistically what celebrity you want and what celebrity do you want. And is this the first Bachelor celebrity pairing? The only other one I could think of was Ben Flanick and Kris Jenner. Well, I think this is the only... Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, time out, Ashley. Pause for a second. Amy just dropped a bomb that we need to discuss for at least a minute. Amy, can you please explain what you just said? Uh, I just can remember right after Ben Flanick was The Bachelor, and actually... He was Courtney, on the show. He was Courtney on Kardashian. Robertson's on the show today, so we could ask her about it. Oh, yeah. So Ben Flanick broke up with Courtney, and then he was in Napa canoodling, I guess they, they say in Hollywood, with Kris Jenner. Well, he was on one episode oh, of the Kardashians my. a few seasons back. And, yeah, that was the rumor. She, you know, they kept saying they were just friends, but it's kind of a weird friendship. I mean, Chris, Chris got it going on. Chris, yeah, Chris, Chris does have it going on. It's her 62nd birthday yesterday. She's looking fab. Um, I think this is the first public celebrity relationship. No. I mean, yeah. There was one, one yeah. of the guys in the past with um, the actress. I, I totally am spacing Just give me a description. Well, Bob Guinea dated the girl from All My Children. Oh, the oh, Bob Guinea dated the girl from All ma- My Children. He married her. Um, I, I'm going to look this up as, as we're talking. Who I'll, was the dude? Uh, honestly... Just, just let me look this up. I have zero clue what I'm talking about, but ben I know is, I've seen, seen a headline before. Ben this is, is brilliant. making himself so uncomfortable. Yeah, this is brilliant, brilliant. Uh, okay. I actually okay. don't know. So this is the first public relationship. Public. A lot of the girls have dated athletes before, but like it depends on. It's the first actress. It's the first like Hollywood person. All the girls always date athletes. That's yeah. happened ever since middle school. I used to be an athlete <laughs> in middle school, and I would date so many girls. See, I mean, I was so cool back then. <laughs> what did you play? Um, golf. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Basketball and football. What would you play in football? I was a quarterback. See, I knew you would be because look how hot you are, Ashley. I know. Well, obviously, I'm. It's very interesting to see how um, in the NFL seems like well the quarterback's usually the hottest in the team in the nfl and i think it usually starts because they were the hottest in high school and then they became the quarterback because they were the leader and the hottest and then it just like grew they grew into themselves well and we're also the most prideful so we want to be in the spotlight all the time <laughs> so typically typically two things follow okay i okay. i am if, if i seem a little disconnected right now um, it's because I'm looking at my phone for, for this info that I try to share yeah, about who's dating it. who. But uh, before we get there, we have somebody else that met we, in a very untraditional answer. way. We have the one and only Jade. <laughs> Hi, <Holbert>. Jade. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said Roper. I, didn't, I, I, I totally forgot that you're married to one of my good friends now. Um, Jade, welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Yay! How is this the first time you've been here? She's been on my I Don't Get It podcast twice, but you've never been on here. I know. I feel all special now. So (laughs) weird. Um, Okay, so on my podcast, we talked a lot about your birthing story, and we talked about pregnancy and all the biological changes. And you guys can head over to the I Don't Get It podcast. You want to hear about the biology of it all and 
it's <laughs> so good. And like just Tanner having to watch the whole birthing process is the funniest explanation. But right now we want to talk about just like how's motherhood and how's like just adjusting to having a baby and having to take care of her every day. Um, it is, it's like the craziest thing you'll ever experience, actually. It's just, it's crazy. Like every day is so different. You, you can never like brace yourself for what's going to happen next because the minute you think you have it down, they change. Um, but it's amazing. Uh, I'm tired all the time. <laughs> you look beautiful but, though. Thank you. I mean, I love it. It's, it's, it's an amazing experience. It's an amazing thing. We just can't get enough of Emmy's cute instagrams on her own instagram which is emmy tolbert <laughs> and then you and tanner's and you your tanner tanner and tanner and yours tanner and your instagrams no. don't tell me you would have had a problem with that either <laughs> oh, <laughs> did she love the camera um you know she only has like a window of about 30 minutes like twice a day where she's really good and so then, then she likes the camera, but otherwise not so much. I mean, babies, you kind of have to just kind of catch that moment when you can. But we have a lot of fun with it. I, I feel I start to feel bad sometimes because my whole Instagram now is literally just her. But I like I don't do anything else. You know, it's just me and me and her during the day. So. But none of us mind that. Like I love every <laughs> single picture of Emmy, and maybe it's because like I feel like I'm possibly like her bachelor auntie. But, like, I'm obsessed with seeing them. She's so beautiful. Self-proclaimed. Bachelor auntie. Ashley <laughs> I. I mean, could that baby be any more lucky? I mean, I feel like you would spoil a child, Ashley. Um, I'm glad. I mean, I, it was funny. It was so funny. When I, of course, like, we got her a little something at the baby shower. But then when I saw Emmy, like, for the first time, I, I talked about how I had, like, such an emotional reaction. And I'm not even, like, that much of a baby person. And I've never felt like that for an, a friend. I've never had a friend have a child before. And it was the cutest thing, though. Like, Tanner and I loved it. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> well, then I saw her, and then I go on Etsy, and I'm like, I need to buy Emmy everything. Like, I, it's funny <laughs> to get that bug. Do you want to dress her up in, like, all the cutest things? Oh, yeah. No, I was actually just folding all of her newborn clothing today because she's officially grown out of it. And it was, like, almost emotional for me. I'm like, how is she so big now? But, like, I didn't realize how much stuff I've actually bought her because, there's, I mean, baby stuff is, like, endless. You could go completely broke. Nuts. So are you saving the baby clothes for possibly another child soon? Yeah, Mm. I think so. I think so. No, Tanner and I were joking um, the other day because um, we conceived Emmy while we were in the Bahamas, you know, with yeah. all you guys. We're like, well, maybe we'll just conceive again when we're all together in St. Lucia. That is so funny. My sister said that exact same thing like 12 hours ago. She's like, they just need to start trying again when we're in St. Lucia. Yeah, well, I told you, like, I miss being pregnant. And yeah. so, um, I mean, that would be that would make them a little just like 13 months, 14 months apart. So that would be really fast. Yeah, but, like I, I, I don't know. I just want another one. Jada, you gotta fill me in here. I need some info. Yeah. I think you. I just heard you say, and, and tell me if I'm wrong. You miss being pregnant. Oh my god! Is that I, a common feeling? You you think? I don't know, but like I look at pictures of myself being pregnant, and I like I miss it so much. That's... It's just like a, it's the coolest thing to feel like the child inside you, and just like how you feel as a woman. I don't even know how. I mean, maybe not all women feel this way, but. I just, I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. Like, I miss it. So you forget all about the throwing up, and you had a pretty rough two, two, three months. 
Yeah, no, I was I was sick from like six weeks pregnant to 13 weeks pregnant. I was really, I had really bad morning sickness, like where all I could eat was bagels. <laughs> but yeah, you just kind of forget that and you're like, oh, whatever. I mean, I it's know. worth it though, right? Oh my God, it's totally worth it. I, uh, it's funny, Jade, as, as I'm sitting here even talking to you, I, I think back on all my experiences with Tanner. And when I first yeah. met Tanner and, and just the person that Tanner um, has <laughs> been throughout this whole process uh, from starting at The Bachelorette to now, you know, being your husband. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, and you might be able to, I, I want to give Tanner some credit. The one thing Tanner never did on, the, on the, all of Bachelorette, he never changed who he was. You could always tell he was authentic and he was genuine and he was compassionate. He was caring, mm-hmm. and he was he was the kind of the, the clown of the house because he knew so much about the Bachelorette <laughs> that I remember right. sitting in Dublin with him. And honestly, there's four of us sitting in a room, and three of us are asking him questions about how many people get cut on this on this episode or this week of the show, and are we traveling next week, and how exactly do rose ceremonies work? Like Tanner was the only person in the house that I felt like had a was a legitimate fan of the show. No, it's so funny that, you know, he's kind of the one that ended up actually being a success story because Mm -hmm. he was like people would call him the Bachelor Almanac because (laughs) he just like knew everything. (laughs) But I mean, he really is. He's been funny. All my friends love him. He's such a good looking dude. And now he's back to work. What is life like where you you get off the show? You're living in this beautiful home in Kansas City. uh, You have a child. But now Tanner goes to work nine to five. Like, is that is that a weird transition? It's kind of, yeah, it's a weird transition because it's normal life, but it's not normal life because you go on this show and now, like, we still can't even, you know, go to dinner without people approaching us, especially now that we have Emmy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you want to, you kind of have this aspect of normal life because he works 50 hours a week. And I only see, you know, I I only see him at certain times because because he has a real job. But yet you still have this, like, I don't want to say, like, fame, but just, like, where people still, like, know you and like want to interact with you because they see your Instagram and stuff. So it's, it's a strange in between land, you know, cause we're, we're settled down. We're not in LA going to all the cool events and, you know, kind of living more of a celebrity life, but we still have that weird aspect. I don't know. It's kind of strange. I mean, but, but is life good? Like explain oh. to a little bit of our listeners, like how the transition has been and, and, and how good it's become or how, how terrible it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really good. I mean, you know, we found the person that we want to, you know, do this life with, and we have our own little family now, and Kansas City is a little cold. I could deal without this cold temps already, but it's it's a good place to raise kids, and, you know, we're just, we're just trucking along. Talk about um, Janner Manor and how it finally got finished, and now you have a new baby, <laughs> a new house, and you just take all these wonderful <laughs> fall foliage walks with Emmy and the two doggies, and you guys are just living like the picture-perfect American dream. <laughs> I mean, our life's not perfect. We do have our issues. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think I, don't think I could ask for anything else. I mean, my life is very... I mean, I feel very fortunate and I feel very blessed and, you know, to use, use blessed, hashtag blessed, but <laughs> we are. Are you we are. are. Oh. Jake, well, where did you live before Kansas City? I lived in L.A., so I... So how I is in, that? Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> so I moved to L.A. after I got out of, like, a big relationship. You know, just kind of like, if I don't ever go now, I never will. And I loved it. 
And then, like, through a bunch of different circumstances, I got on the show because I knew someone who worked on the show. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll try this. And then I thought I would never, ever, ever come back to the Midwest. And then I remember the very first day in Paradise, I asked Tanner where he was from, and he was like, Kansas City. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know right away? Yeah, I I did. It's people like to say, oh, you know that that doesn't happen. But the minute he came down the stairs, and I and I saw him, I I just knew I was like I'm in trouble because I I I wanted to go on the show and just have fun with my girlfriend Carly and just see what would happen with like my friends. I had no intentions of falling in love, and it was just it was instant. It was so weird. I had no interest in anyone else. It's so cool. And I wish if there was like somebody, if, if there's somebody in my life that I could wish for all of our listeners to just know and like have as part of their lives, it would really like you and you and Tanner at the very top of that list. Oh, you're so great. Yeah. I mean, I can just go on and on with adjectives, but it's really just something about needing to be in your presence. Yeah. Tanner's really lucky. Um, I remember the day that I heard that you you and Tanner had interest in Paradise, JJ Lane had gotten back. JJ Lane was on Caitlin's season of The Bachelorette, which Tanner and I were both a part of and is good friends uh, with you and Tanner. But JJ yeah. had gotten back from the show. He gotten uh, politely released from Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> and he called me to catch up. And I was talking to him about all the relationships that were happening down in Paradise. And he mentioned Tanner and Jade. And I mm-hmm. said, huh? Like, I don't get it. Like, how did Tanner land that? Because you really did go on on Paradise, and I remember all the guys in a group thread talking about who their number one choice was. Jade was everyone's number one. And And Tanner lands her day one, and Tanner was like, I mean, again, he is an awesome dude, but he is like the Bachelor Almanac. So, like, we just kind of didn't take him serious for a long time. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Jade should have been my number one. Oh, go ahead. No. Jade's just, like, my number one in life. I just wish that I just, like, you know how I am with you. (laughs) Well, yeah, but you're like one of my number ones. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, hey, hey, speaking of JJ, did you have anything to do with JJ and his new girlfriend? Cause, because their oh, yeah. uh, social media official, um, did you have anything to do with setting that up? Because I know she's from Kansas City. Their Instagram profile picture official. Oh, my gosh, wow. they're so funny. He is so whipped, you guys. Really? Yeah, it is. It is. You're talking about, like, seeing a different side of somebody, like, JJ, like, I've never seen this side of him. Like, he is into this girl, but I didn't have anything to do with it. It was just a Instagram connection. That's... And he came out, and I guess they had been talking for weeks, and now they're like... They met on Instagram, too? Everybody's meeting on Instagram. What is going on? Okay, so you are yeah. really telling me that I need to get active in sliding into DMs. <laughs> um, but you should? Yeah, should I? It keeps working out for everybody in the Bachelor world. Dude, I mean, I I mean, it wouldn't hurt. I dated a guy <laughs> after Christmas season, after, like, that in-between break um, because of Twitter. And, and that was, was an athlete as well. We were talking about celebrities yeah. plus. Yeah, he played. He was a hockey player. Yeah. Jeez, I, this is this is a whole new world for us. We're talking today. Our theme of this podcast is, is who's dating who and <laughs> And Ashley and I are just fans of everybody else dating. Except, except <laughs> um, but we were talking about Wells and Sarah Highland, and and actually yeah. I have an update. We were actually, I, I mentioned before you came on on the show, Jade, that I knew ce- another celebrity oh, yeah. uh, bachelor, and I just found out who it is. So it's Hillary Swank and Casey Stewart. Oh yes! 
Casey gosh. Stewart was on Bachelorette oh my season nine. Gosh. An Oscar winner. Yeah. So that's that's the one I was talking about. I couldn't think of the name um, of who was dating who. So I just found that out. And then later on in this podcast, Jade, we have Courtney Robertson coming on. And she has been rumored to date Jesse Metcalf, Adir- Adrian Grenier, yep. and Gerard yeah. Butler. Yep. So, yep. I mean, these Bachelor people are, are sliding in the DMs. They're dating around L.A. Uh, they're getting out there. They're doing some things, including you and Tanner. And, and we're so proud to lift you guys both up on this podcast and just admire who you are, what you're doing, and the amazing parents that you have proven to be. Do you want to know a couple I ship? Is yeah. that the way you say it? Yeah. yeah who do you and ship? maybe we could get the support of everyone listening and see what Jade thinks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Let it sink in. Okay. Chris Harrison. Yeah. And Amy Sugarman. No. Jennifer Garner. Oh. Oh my god. I mean, that is legit, right? So I invented cute. that in my head. <gasps> so cute. Chris Harrison and Jennifer Garner. Just think about it for a second. If you agree with Amy's shipping of Chris Harrison, the host of The Bachelor, and Jennifer Gardner, please email yeah. us at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. Guys, I'm sitting here with my jaw dropped because that's the cutest couple I've ever Thank heard. Thank you. I invented it. I have mentioned it to Chris. I have not mentioned it to Jennifer Garner yet. But hopefully I will have the opportunity. Okay, so weird actually that you bring that up because I remember Jade and Tanner when they were started to couple up in paradise. <laughs> I go, you guys are Ben and Jen. Like they're the perfect all-American couple. And he kind of looks like Ben Affleck and she kind of looks like Jennifer. Not really, but you but know enough. what I mean? But, but enough. enough. Um, and then, of course, got home from paradise and saw that they had broken up. And I'm like... Darn it! But they're like our, our ideal couple, like mm. me and Jay. Now it's we Chris love and Jen. But, but now it's Chris. perfect for her. Chris and Jen. All I, about I, it. All right, we're well, shipping it. Hey, it's out there. It's out in uh, ah. in podcast land now. We'll see if we can make that work. And if we can, then Almost Famous has its first official romantic uh, hookup. Yes. Wow. Well, I cannot wait till we can start playing Cupid. Hey, Jade, we really appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Thank you so much for keeping us yeah, updated on life. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. You're the best. See you, Jade. <laughs> I'll see you soon. See ya. Bye. Well, one of the things that I'm scared about when I get pregnant is breaking out because my skin is it, it's very it's uh, pimple prone, and I know that with BioClarity on my side, I can use pimple it. Oh, I, like I can use it while I'm pregnant because it's. All, it's it's just natural. Hmm. It's a natural three-step system. I don't have to worry about my baby when using this because there's no weird, harsh chemicals. BioClarity uses naturally derived ingredients with amazing benefits. There's antioxidants that are found in green tea, cucumber to soothe, oak kernel extract to hydrate, so much more. BioClarity is suitable for all skin types. It's dermatology it's dermatologist developed, tested, and recommended. And BioClarity is 100% vegan and cruelty free, as well as being gluten free and paraben free. It's a three step system to clear skin. First, you're going to cleanse with a rich foaming cleanser that's going to remove all that dirt, oil, and environmental pollutants. Then you're going to treat it with this stuff that's going to penetrate your pores and attack that bacteria that causes acne to flare up. And then you're going to use the Restore Gel to leave your skin feeling smooth and refreshed. It works really well for me, and I think it's going to work really well for you. Our listeners will get their first... Our listeners will get their first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. 
That's a $20 savings. And it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But you need to enter our code FAMOUS. So head over to BioClarity.com, plug in the word FAMOUS, and get your BioClarity. Can't wait to hear how you like it. Ashley, we've talked about it many times. And and let's just be as transparent as possible. Our sponsors are what keep this podcast going. We appreciate our sponsors, but we also really believe in the products that we're supporting. BioClarity has been with us since the beginning. Yeah, uh, I think it, it matches our podcast well because it's a great product. Um, the demographic that's listening to the show really can relate with with everything that BioClarity is doing. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I appreciate it as a man. You appreciate it as a woman. So thank you to all the sponsors today. We got we got many to come. Um, but yeah, we we just really have a fun time doing the Almost Famous podcast, and the sponsors are what keep us uh, having a job. So hey, so great. With that, I got to talk talk about my morning. All right, I need yeah. to talk about myself for a second. <laughs> okay, do it, Ben. Um, I love hearing your stories. So uh, it is is currently. Um, two o'clock in Los Angeles. I live in Denver, Colorado, and this morning uh, I just could not stay away from Ashley, Amy, Mark, and Easton. So I had to fly to L.A. to get in studio for this podcast. I also am leaving tomorrow morning for Honduras. Yeah, um, so I feel like you were just in Honduras. It's so nuts that it's been four or something months. It's crazy. It really is. It's flying by, but great things are happening with Generous Coffee and with Community and Hope United. I haven't gotten my delivery yet. It will ha- come next week. Okay. So if you did order Generous Coffee, it will come next week. Uh, thank you for that. We had our launch party uh, a few days ago. But anyways, I'm leaving tomorrow, so we had to get some podcast uh, it, podcasting in. And this morning I woke up. For my 6.45 a.m. flight. I'm so sorry. Pat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for that, Amy. Um, woke up at 4.30 a.m. I jumped in the car. I, I drove to the airport not to only hit uh, a nice wreck, semi-wreck on Ooh. 70, Highway 70. It closed down 70 for probably a good 45 minutes, mm-hmm. which means I am an hour out from my flight with about 15 minutes left to drive. I pull up to the airport, run inside, check my bag. Run up to the desk, have my boarding pass in hand. It's now 6.15. What time's your flight? 6.45 a.m. flight. And she goes, the, the lady, the, the very unhappy lady, which I get it, 6.15 in the morning, and she's working, says, I- I'm sorry, Ben. Um, we cannot get you on this flight. Did she say Ben? No, no, no. I'm glad. Uh, <laughs> and so you why cannot get me on this flight. That? I said, uh, what's going on? She says, you're five minutes late. I stood in line waiting to check my... You said it was 6.15. My... Yeah. You got to the gate at 6.15? No, 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 no. This is me. No, I'm checking my bag. So I'm still not even through security yet. Oh, They're already okay. boarding the plane. Okay. So I get it. But I'm frustrated, and I'm tired, and I'm irritable. It's because it's... you had to check a, a bag. I agree. But I, I have a yeah, lot ben of stuff... Yeah, Ben travels from... like a lady. I'm not going <laughs> to... Well, he's actually going to Honduras for two weeks, yeah. so you the need a full-size suitcase. The difference between Ben and Dean is amazing. Dean travels for like a week with barely a backpack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ben travels with, like, a gigantic suit. Yeah, you never know what you're going to need. I need my eye drops, my allergy medicine, my face mask, my retainers. Invisalign. And my Invisalign. I need a lot of things, Amy. So here's the deal. I don't get on my flight. I do get on a 10 o'clock flight. But the lady at the front desk was not kind to me. She was not friendly. When I, when I, when I was trying to figure out what <laughs> flight I was going to get on, she was very short, um, very aggressive. And I just stopped her because, you know what, we all need a little kindness today. And I said, ma'am. You could be nicer to me this morning. I thought you actually oh said, my ma'am, don't be mean to yeah, me. Yeah, don't be mean to me, please. You could be nicer to me this morning. <laughs> it's really early. I don't exactly even know where I'm at right now. All I'm trying to do is figure out how to get to Los Angeles to see my friends. <laughs> <laughs> this is the same lady, the 615 lady. This is 615 lady. So I just got on a flight at 10 o'clock. I walked in here uh, just in time. 
to to talk to Jade and also just in time to talk to our next guest who we are very excited to have on who has been in the news a lot recently. We got to talk to her about all the projects going on. Courtney, are you out there and welcome to the Almost Famous podcast. Hello. I'm Hi. Here. Courtney Hi Robertson. Can we talk for a second? I love you yeah. and we've never met. It's so weird that we've never met. I read your book before I went for casting. Um, so I was in the midst of reading it when I went to the hotel. You know, I was one of the top 50 girls. And uh, I walk into that room where, you know, they pretend like you're going to meet with like the background check lady, but you really walk in and um, there's like 20 producers there. But <laughs> I was fully warned because of your book. So I knew exactly what I was walking into. And then I come into the, the room and instead of being like, oh, my gosh, I, like, hey, I was like, hey, guys, you're going to be here because I read Courtney's book. And they're like, oh, we want you. Yeah, we need you. Hey, just to let everybody know, Courtney, sorry to cut you off here for a second. Um, when you go into casting for The Bachelor, there's like a surprise room where there's a bunch of people sitting there getting kind of ready to interview you. That's what Ashley's talking about. And and Courtney released it in her book. Which What's the name of the book, Courtney? Um, it was called I Didn't Come Here to Make Friends, The Confessions of a Reality Show Villain. It is such a good read, guys. There's been a lot of Bachelor books out there. This one is going to t keep your attention. It's such a page turner. It is juicy. Well, hey, thanks for reading. I'm glad I could uh, help prepare you a little bit, Ashley. And I know, I think it's crazy that we haven't met yet. I'm like, I feel like I know you because I follow you on social media, and I love your stories. So oh, I'm happy to be there. And you're a big Hi. fan Hi. of the Almost Famous podcast, right? Uh, you know, I have listened a couple of times, <laughs> uh, but I haven't heard all of them. Okay. So, but you guys are great. You have a, a great voice, Ben, for this. He oh. certainly does. We haven't met either, Courtney. And here, so just to give our listeners a little heads up, how would uh, our listeners know you? Can you give us a little background? Um, yeah. So I am a little bit. Um, you know, my season was about six years ago. I was on Ben F's uh, season, which, by the way, people always ask, "Wait, what season were you on?" I'm like Ben's, and people always ask, like, they're like, "Oh my God, the really cute guy." They they confuse my Ben with you. So yeah, oh, he wasn't a really cute coming. guy. I didn't see it going that way. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, nope, different Ben, the winemaker. So I actually was, um, yeah, season 16, and I ended up getting engaged, and we tried to make it work for about a year. Ben, I know you know how that, that goes, and yeah. ultimately we didn't work out. But since then, I've moved on, and, you know, I just, uh, I lived in L.A. for 14 years, was modeling, and I moved back to my hometown a year ago. So. Which is where? Arizona. Well, hey, you know, as much as you want to share, um, how, what was your experience post-bachelor? I'm, I'm interested in that because uh, – or post-bachelorette because you did get engaged. Yeah, so we got engaged in Switzerland, and then, you know, I was flying up to San Francisco like twice a month. You know how long distance goes, and uh, just trying to make it work and dealing with – I didn't really prepare myself for being in a public relationship, you know, Um and I never had really watched the show religiously, so I didn't really, you know, and I was the villain of my season. So uh, I definitely kind of had to, like, learn as, learn as I go. And uh, But, yeah, no, definitely it was hard. Um, and then the breakup happened, and people were like, oh, no, like, rooting for us. And then I was surprised to see how many people were actually wanting us to make it work. <laughs> yeah. 
It was so funny because, like, you were the villain, but I could tell, and especially now that I've been through the process, that you always said, oh, I thought I was being funny. There are so many things that I would say in the in, in the inter, in the moment interview room where I'd be ITM. like, ITMs. I'd be like, oh, my God, that was hilarious. And I'd be like, I was so Courtney Robertson. But then you watch it back. And then you're like, no, nah, I guess funniest, that's not funny to the majority of America. The funniest thing is the villain, because I do know Courtney. What? Uh-huh. We've hung out a lot of times, and she's the least villain-like I was gonna ask like her, person. Are you a villain? So it is funny that she really got painted as one of the biggest villains ever. Yeah. Really? You How really... did you handle that? Uh, you know, it was tough for me. It definitely was hard. I was like, you know, I wanted this, like, fairy tale ending, and I'm a hopeless romantic, and, you know, but my Ben wasn't uh, handling it very well either. You know, I mean, you're going on Ellen DeGeneres, and... She's sitting there saying, like, she played you. And uh, so, yeah, I was disappointed. I, I kind of left filming and I was, you know, felt like I was in love and found it. And then real life sunk in and the, the first episode aired. And I was like, oh, boy, I'm in trouble. Who was the number two? Uh, it was uh, Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay Cox. Nothing. I have nothing. No. I do. I, I remember, remember Courtney. Her. I don't remember Me Lindsay. too. I have no idea who Lindsay is. I just remember I was, like, all about rooting for the villain in your season. We just well, loved it. I loved watching you. You were hilarious on your season, oh my too. Gosh, and thank you. I'm so flattered. I can't believe I have never met you guys. I'm kind of old school, though, you know. So we all, you guys we all are. are. Don't yeah, worry. I was going to say. Courtney, we, this randomly came up earlier. My hips hurt. Ben <laughs> F. Ben, my hips Ben F. and Chris Jenner. Yeah, I was going to ask What her. was that? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, well, you know, it's funny. I was getting a lot of calls on that. And, you know, he he denied that publicly. But it's funny because once you kind of go through, like, the media thing and the media storm, I kind of have allies now in some places. And uh, I don't know. To me, it sounded like something was going on in Mexico. But I could be wrong. They're I think just they're friends. <laughs> friends don't cuddle in bathing suits? No? Nobody else? All right. Such a weird couple. But Kris Jenner is a Bachelor fan, so she may have slid into the DMs, whatever that was, back in 2000. She was not. She was 11? definitely not sliding into the DMs, Ashley. <laughs> she was on my side. You know what I mean, though. She was on my he had her people call his people. <laughs> well, um, they were hanging out a lot, so it was an interesting friendship, that's for sure. Courtney, um, you wrote about your celebrity relationships in the book. You actually dated Adrian Grenier and Darrell Butler before you were on The Bachelor. You know, I lived, yeah, I lived in LA. I moved to LA when I was 19 and I was modeling. And um, yeah, I, you know, I had definitely a couple celebrity run ins and uh, tried to try to do that. But just when I was modeling, um, nothing ever really lasted or stuck. It's hard to date actors or comedians. It's hard to date boys in general. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like in the book that Adrian Grenier was kind of like a Mr. Big for you. Like he was around for years. You guys were never really official, but it just, you just couldn't let it go. You know, Ashley, if I wish somebody back then would have been like, stop going backwards. They always tell you that I've definitely been known to recycle old boyfriends. Yep. And it's, one of those things, you know, you kind of, you try again and you're like, wait, I, you, this still isn't going to work. So I'm, you know, a new woman. I'm not recycling anymore. Good. I'm so guilty of that. And those celebrity guys, they'll like keep you coming back. Okay. So we got, uh, this is our off season. Um, Courtney, we're just kind of chilling right now in the studio. We're just talking about life and, and whatever comes to, comes into our lives, but we are getting prepped 
for the next season of The Bachelor, which uh, includes Ari Leindyke, somebody that you know well. Can you give us a little rundown on how you know Ari, how well you know Ari, <laughs> and, and how you think he'll be as the next Bachelor season 22? Yes. Um, so it's funny. I've been kind of laying low. Mm-hmm. When the news broke about Ari being The Bachelor, I got obviously hounded. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was with him two nights before he left. To, uh, to go to New York. No and, way. And we talked a lot about, yeah, we were doing yoga together, and he kind of kept saying, like, how do you feel about this, and what do you think? And, I mean, honestly, Ari's one of my best friends. He's, like, family to me, so um, people have been reaching out, and, you know, I'm, like, so loyal, like, almost loyal to a fault, so um, I think that he's going to come back engaged. I, I will say that. I Ashley, do you watch Sex in the City? Yeah, I just said that Mr. Big. I thought that he was your Mr. Big. Do I watch Sex and City the best? Yeah. So I think with Ari, his cab light's on. Like, I think he's (gasps) actually really ready. You know, that that, that Courtney and I are best friends. (laughs) Like... But yes, just have been. I, know. I did. Rad. I he did really another is. podcast on my other podcast about it was a whole episode about like, is it really when the light is on? Is that really what men are all about? Courtney, explain to our audience who don't know about the cab light what no that clue means. What you guys are talking about we, Courtney. You so, and I did not just become best friends. <laughs> I'm no sorry. Idea. Well, okay. th- we still have time. There's still hope. Um, so yeah, basically, it's you know, it's like in New York. Um, you know, dating in New York, and like when the guy's ready to settle up settle down the next cab that comes along when their cab light is on is typically right ashley right (laughs) their cab lights on that means that they're ready they're ready to settle down and i believe that's ari i think he's reached that point um we've talked a lot i know his whole past everything his dating life his recent breakups Mm -hmm. and then some so i i know he's really ready and i'm excited for him but also we have a history we you know we dated We've dated on and off. Um, again, not recycling. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I don't know if I'll be watching, but I'm oh. definitely going to be supporting and rooting. You know, I'll be in his corner. And we I've already talked to him, like, the negativity, and we've had some good talks about it. So, But I miss him. He's, like, my best friend, and I haven't been able to talk to him because he's off filming. So, um, you know. So why fun. wouldn't you watch your best friend season? Well, you know, I just think it's one of those things. I I don't know. I I just don't. I don't know. I haven't decided. Maybe I will. But you wouldn't want to watch your ex get go on and date twenty five people. No, No, not a shot. That would be. I mean, I don't know if hard is the word to say. It'd just be very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It would. I would always be on edge. It just isn't a healthy habit, probably, to get into. Which I don't know if it's a habit. I don't. How many people can say I watch my ex date on national? Oh, (laughs) that gives me that. Uh, feeling yeah. where my heart skips yeah, a little just bit. Uncomfor- like- it's just uncomfortable, not healthy. Courtney, I got to ask you, we've talked about it many times on the podcast because our listeners email us about, about it constantly, and it, and it really is relatable to everybody out there. Um, you, you've hung out with Ari. You're friends with Ari. Ari comes back engaged. Does it change your relationship with him? Mm, good question. Well, you know, I think so. I think it has to, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we hang out a lot. We do a lot of things together, and we were actually just working on a, a house together, renovating a place, and, you know, we're both in real estate. So, but apart from that, um, I, you know, I think so. I think, I, and I, don't, I think he would disagree because him and I have had this conversation before, but I just think ultimately for his new fiance, like, he said something like, well, they're going to have to be be okay with you being in my life. I'm like, Ari, that's, that's 
really that's a big ask that's a you big know? ask yeah it is so i what do you i mean i don't know what your thoughts are but i think at some point you just kind of gotta cut the umbilical cord a little bit you know well it's really mature i mean honestly it's really mature of you which um, from everything I hear, I wouldn't expect any different. But it to, can to think work, that way. Though. That's an interesting conversation because sometimes if the girl is grandfathered in, yeah. you know what I mean? Like she was there first. I, I, sometimes I it But can if there's work. been kissing, if there's been like mm-hmm. dating involved, I think that changes things. And so and for Courtney to say, okay, Ari, you know, I love you, but I'm going to give you some space here and let you pursue this relationship. That is very mature because in my situation, I had a couple of friends that were, were girls who I actually had never dated but were friends before this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and once I got back home with Lauren, they were very pushy about why are, why is our friendship not the same? And it just couldn't be. It just can't I, be. I had, I had a woman that I was confiding in. I, yeah. I had that, that void filled. I couldn't be as close of friends with them as I wanted to be. Yeah. I always wonder that with Jared and, and myself. Like if, yeah. um, when one of us gets into a serious relationship, I don't think it would be possible to be as close as we are now. No. Or at least spend as much time together now. I think that's the, I think that's the healthiest and most mature thing to do. And I think in the past, Ari and I have actually let it in interfere with other relationships and and i don't i can't be that person i'm not going to be the person that uh you know it doesn't work over that's for sure but i'll be supporting him we'll we'll have a talk about it when he gets back but i'm actually i started seeing somebody that i really like so yay yeah and when you meet somebody you really like i mean i think it's like you want to forsake all others you know yeah um, we gotta get a little little PG thirteen right now. Oh jeez. Uh, <laughs> Where are we going? Fired um, up. Okay. Well, Ari is known as the Kissing Bandit, and even though I was I was I don't want to say oddly, but from what I know now, oddly Team Jeff during Emily's season, I cannot say that Ari's kissing didn't look delightful. Certainly did. Um, I think you talk about how Ari was like your best in bed ever in the book. <laughs> is this true? Uh, well, I wrote the book like five years ago, so <laughs> uh, things have maybe you know. Changed since then. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but uh, I I will say he's a very passionate person. So and his kissing's on point. Good, good kissing. Yeah, he's definitely a good kisser. And I've even like seen some of those spoilers. I'm like, oh, yep, his hands up around that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, is that the big re- thing? Yes. Is yes. It, I'm trying to figure it out here. I've been practicing on my pillow and on my balloon. <laughs> Um, Courtney, fill me in a little bit. Did you say the shower wall once? You used to practice on the shower wall? I will practice on anything that (laughs) increases my talents. So wait, you're telling me, Courtney, that it's the hands. Because Ashley's a big hand person. Um, It's because when I watch him, and this is just me. I don't know Ari. Honestly, this is, but, and this is not making fun of him. Well, yes, it is. Um, (laughs) He looks like he's sucking your face off. We like that. It's very lippy. Very lippy. Okay, Courtney, tell us, okay, what is it about Ari or just... What is your advice for men out there kissing in general? How are you be- how do you become a good kisser? You know, I think yeah, I'm sure you're doing just fine and you know, uh, especially with all that practice you got over there, but <laughs> uh yeah, the hands are a must. And Ari wrote a sidebar in my book about kissing tips and uh yeah, I think just using your hands and pulling him close. It's like a whole, he's like, you got to kiss with your whole body, but also like not too much tongue. Like, right. You know, like, thank just, you. And, you know, having your nice lips helps. And, you know, one little trick I think that is great is like the bottom of the tongue over the top. If that's not, hopefully that's PG 13 enough. Oh no, no I get it. That's totally fine. That's it. Yeah, it's we, softer we... under there, you know? 
bottom of the tongue over the top, hands on the back of the head, maybe a little lip biting. Um, you know, the the one thing I think we had an email call in. The one thing that people seem to not like is the like soft like. Mm. Is that weird? The little humming. It's like a humming noise. Is somebody emailed about it? The the humming. That's not good, really? right? That's I mean, pa- some people think that's passion. Um, I think you can do a little bit, a, a little, a little, um, a sound to make like, me feel oh. like you think I'm super hot. <laughs> that works. <laughs> um, Courtney, what what else is going on? So, so you're excited, or you might not watch Ari season, but you think he's going to do great. Um, during Ari season and, and currently in your life, what are you up to? Like, tell us any new projects, any new, anything going on in your life that you're excited about. Okay. Well, sorry. Um, let's see. Well, I'm, I'm working in real estate and I'm, my sister's getting ready to have her third baby. I'm actually, she's going into labor right now. Today, so <gasps> Oh my gosh. It's so exciting. I'm going to be an aunt for the third time. Aww. And I'm just like so happy being near my family. And I've got this new healthy relationship that I'm enjoying and life is good. I'm, I, I'm still writing. Um, I, ba- I was going down the path of writing another book and I just decided that I didn't really want to put more of my personal life out there. Mm-hmm. So I had it all like ready to go, but I'm working on a couple other little, like I call it my side hustle, like mm-hmm. my, my little passion projects on the side. So I'm happiest when I'm being creative. So yeah, that's kind of boring stuff that I'm, that I got going on. No, it sounds no, it great. It sounds so good. And it's like been so great talking to you. I have a whole bunch of other questions I've written down on my paper that I think we'll either need to have you come back or we're just going to have to have a girl's dinner. Yeah, we'll have Courtney back when, yeah. um, well, if she's not watching, well, I guess we'll tell her. Well, that's the thing. If I watch, then I'm going to have to, you know, I already am getting all these requests to talk about. If I watch, then I'm going to have to talk to people. <laughs> right. Well, but we'll like, sign well, the exclusive yeah, deal with we're you. We're a safe space. Yeah, we're, we're a safe, safe space. <laughs> you say what you want when you want to say it, Courtney, on the Almost Famous and podcast. And I get it. I don't think I could watch if I were her. No, I agree. I don't think I would watch either. Yeah. Yeah. So we just decided, it's settled. Okay, I'm not watching. Yeah, I think that would just be a little bit heartbreaking. I agree. I agree. Courtney, hey, thank you for coming on the Almost Thank you so much. Also, thank you for your dating tips, or your kissing tips. I I appreciate that. I'm going to take those back home with me. Um, I'm sure you don't have any problem. You were like such a great bachelor. Don't be so sure, Courtney. Don't be so sure. Yeah, yeah, don't be so sure, Courtney. Please don't. (laughs) Hey, uh, one tip we did not talk about, though, Courtney, thank you so much, is your breath. How good is your breath, and how important is it in kissing? <laughs> and if you want nice breath, you're going to have to use Quip. Oh. Okay, here you go. Are you brushing your teeth after every meal? Are you brushing your teeth the right way? Having good oral health impacts your overall health, yet most of us are not brushing our teeth properly. Start brushing better today with Quip. Let me tell you about Quip. Introducing Quip, the new company that's refreshing the way people brush their teeth. It's an electronic toothbrush that packs premium vibration and timer features into an ultra-slim design that's half the cost of bulkier brushes. It's basically like Apple designed a toothbrush, but without the big price tag. You have to see it and brush it with it for yourself. You can even subscribe to receive new brush heads on a three-month plan for just five bucks, including free shipping. Again, that's the word free, free shipping. And it starts at just $25. Right now, if you want to be a good kisser and you want good breath <laughs> and shiny white teeth, go to getquip.com slash almost famous to get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com backslash almost famous. That's G E T 
Q-U-I-P dot com slash almost famous. Go today. It's worth it. Bachelor season's coming up. We're all going to be one of kissing people. <laughs> and you need your quip for that. Ashley, this tuna and onion sandwich sitting in front of me. I wonder if you brought your quip with you today to, to the podcast. I should have. <laughs> I really should have. You should eat it so that we smell the same and we don't smell each other. Um, hey, you know what? I know this is a little off our rundown right now, but I think it's important. Um, I got a tweet this week that said, you guys should do a who the heck is Amy? Because Amy is always interjecting on the podcast. I know, podcast. we got like 20 emails about that, and I just deleted them all. So why don't we do a who the heck is Amy? Athlete, Amy. anything you want. Amy Sugarman here for the Almost Famous the, Podcast. Say the who the heck are you? Amy. Who, who the, the heck, heck are, are you? you? What do you want to know? Ask Amy, I, I, I want to know your first, last name, birth date, social security number. <laughs> now, uh, Amy, can you give our listeners a little bit of background of who you are, how you got to know Ashley and I? And, and also, I think it would be really interesting if the, if the listeners heard where Almost Famous came from, because it is your brainchild. Yes. Okay, so I have been working with Ryan Seacrest for over 20 years. We met when we were very young. Like in pre-idol. So I produce Ryan Seacrest. I'm one of Ryan Seacrest's producers. He has a radio show. And then I produce Mario Lopez and a lot of radio shows for iHeartRadio. So I guess it was like eight April. months ago. Yeah. In my garage, in my building, I was talking to Ben on the phone. And in the garage, I had sort of been brewing an idea about doing a show like this. And we were talking. I said, let me call you back in 10 minutes. I called Ashley. Mm -hmm. I said, I have it. Let's do a show with you and Ben. I called our team at iHeartRadio and said, can we do this? Here's, here's what we need. They said yes. And 20 minutes later, we had a show. What, what was, was your hope for the show? Like, What was your kind of theme around the show? And what did you want to get out of the Almost Famous podcast? Uh, my goal originally is basically what we're doing was sort of a show based around Bachelor. Mm-hmm. So I've been around with Ryan for 20 years. So we met Chris Harrison 20 years ago yeah. when all this started. Um, and we've been covering the show for that long. I've been covering The Bachelor on probably 15 different shows, yeah. radio shows, TV shows, et cetera, et cetera. And so we, I knew people cared about it. And I hang out with you guys all the time and we go places and people care and they're always asking questions. So I thought, let's find a way to answer all their questions on the radio. I love it. I love it. Well, we appreciate here we you are. coming up with this idea. I mean, so, but yeah, I go back to the very beginning yeah. with Chris Harrison. So Chris Harrison and I have been very, very close, close friends. We've never kissed. Close, close <laughs> friends since day one. And we're like best friends. And yeah. so we, you know. She that, calls him with all her boy troubles. I literally have called Chris Harrison crying on average. Uh, I like to say once a month, it tapered <laughs> off a bit. I did have a, a hiccup the other day where I called him yeah. bawling. And he answers, and it's like that uh, trigger yeah. where he answers like, I'm here. And it just, the tears just start oh. going. And then he fixes oh. it pretty quick. So, I mean, that's something I, I, I want to know. I, I mean, you know I love Chris. I think he is one of the best dudes I've ever met. Um, is he as good with um, advice and relationship advice and kind of processing with yes. you in real life as he is on The Bachelor? Yes. Ten times better. Isn't it cool he, that you have the dude, like the Bachelor guy, also be your right-hand man when well, it comes to relationships? Here's why he's amazing. And we'll have him on. He wants to come on soon. Yeah. But the reason he's so amazing, and I think it translates to the show, because in real life, I mean, I call him with real relationship problems. 
And he went through a relationship with me for like two years where repeatedly I was calling upset the same thing over and over and over again. And he would just say, are we done now? Like, are we done with this guy now? Can we be done now? And I would continually just repeat the same mistake over and over again. And he would just be there like a rock, like, should we be done now? And he'd give advice. Interestingly, one of the things he feels strongly about is like that Courtney probably shouldn't watch Ari. Like he always was like, don't look at their Instagrams. Don't look at an ex's Facebook. Like, don't put that in your mind. And by the 30th time he says it, then I then But I he's do there it. all 30 times. I mean, that's the part that we, we don't want to forget is. Every time. Even if you don't listen. I mean, we're talking middle of the night calls when he's in Switzerland or when he's in wherever. I mean, is this, this is the Chris that you've known forever. This just hasn't formed from the show. This is Chris Harrison's character, his personality, his style, his, his just passion for friendships. Is he's been for the last 20 years a, a bedrock for you to fall back on. 100%. That's amazing. I mean, and, I mean, I was there. Like, when he called me, I don't think he would mind me telling the story. When he called me to tell me he was getting divorced, I mean, I cried and cried. Yeah. Like, it was, I mean, obviously more devastating to him. But, like, I love his ex-wife. Like, I know his, I've seen his kids grow up. Mm-hmm. So he's just the greatest dude. And people that watch the show, I'm sure they see that, but they don't see it as much as he really is. And, and they don't know if it's an actor. I get that question a lot. Is Chris Harrison really that great? Does he really care that much? Um, is he is he just a really good actor? Is he faking it? And my, my response is always, the Chris I know, the Chris that I spent time with outside of, of the show on the golf course or at, a, at his house with his kids, is that same guy. He just cares a ton. And people, it's it's crazy. And, it, you know, talk about life, life in L.A. When you go around with Chris and you see friends of his, you can tell it's legitimate friendships. Hmm. Like, they oh, just yeah. love him as a friend. And mm-hmm. he's famous. So he could yeah, be at yeah. every Hollywood party and whatever he wants, and he wants no part of it. He wants to do stuff with his kids, mm-hmm. play golf, and, like, watch football. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he's just the coolest guy. I mean, literally, if I needed anything, he would do it. Amazing. So then uh, we're here with the Almost Famous podcast, Amy's little brainchild. Um, you've produ- helped produce Seacrest and Mario Lopez for years. You, you help out with iHeartRadio. Your, your specialty has been what? What would you say your, your biggest skill set is when it comes to this kind of industry in this world? My, Time management? Like, how do you do it? <laughs> My specialty is I book celebrities mm-hmm. for shows, TV shows, radio shows, concerts, events. Uh, and then I create shows like this. Yeah. So, I mean, that's it. So when, when we talk on the podcast about, you know, Jennifer Gardner, and you're like, I haven't told Jennifer Gardner this yet. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not actually tight with her, but I could probably make that you happen. You could make it happen. So the the whole, what I was trying to get to is that Amy is, is connected in that world to kind of help um, people in L.A. get connected with shows or help promote their, their products or books or, or anything coming out. She just is a connector. That's your skill set, mm-hmm. I would say. You're a great connector. But seriously, how do you have time to do Mario, to do Ryan, to do the three podcasts you've created here at iHeart, in addition to all the other iHeart projects you work on, and then just casually respond to all of our fan email? I don't know. I don't sleep a lot. I'm like a vampire yeah, a little bit. You are. But you guys work hard. Ashley has 100 jobs. So does Ben. I know. That's the way of the world now. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. Like Everybody has to have multiple jobs it's the only way you can like put food on the table i'm feeling that right now yeah hey you know here's the deal so at the beginning you like that here's the deal that's my go-to line i'm just gonna keep it i say get this okay so get this i say that it's the exact same thing so so my taglines here's the deal um 
when we first started this podcast, I think listeners were confused exactly who Amy was. Like there was just this third voice that would pop up out of the background out of nowhere and give her opinion. Now listeners are starting to get familiar with Amy. Now you know Amy better from the Who the Heck Are You segment. So glad we did that. Um, she is the brainchild behind this. Yeah, Ashley, great idea there. You're All welcome. of our listeners, Amy makes this happen. So please be kind to her or be no, or really be mean. mean. I don't care. Or I can be take really, it. Can... really honest and really, <laughs> really mean. She can take it. She's a tough nut. Uh, hey, it, it's painful though. I will say it's like, <laughs> oh, okay, I can I'm, take it. Yeah. And if you if you like listening to Amy and you want to hook her up with some other man that you know and you think maybe she'll get along with N- him, no, nope, we, we can also I'm, turn this into a no, dating show. That for is Amy. not happening. Yeah, we're no, not, we're, we're, zero I don't chance. Think Amy would ever I am ship on this podcast, no. and really? I feel like I'm quite handled. Oh, okay. Well, just to throw it out to you, Amy, because you asked earlier and we didn't answer, I would like you to start working on Jimmy Garoppolo for me. Oh, oh yeah. The quarterback yeah. for the San Francisco 49ers, 49ers now. That's actually quite doable. Exactly why I'm suggesting a, this. Would you like me to make a call right now? Let's call Lori and see if she can make that happen. Yeah. 1,000%. Let's do I'm going to give Erica on her air. number. We gotta okay. get out of here no, we're going to call Lori right now. Come on. You, you got a date tonight. <laughs> what the, wait, what day of the week is it? Like, I got to figure out a schedule. I think like he can't see me tonight. Uh, my my celebrity crush would have to be it, it was Blake Lively, but I, I love her and Ryan Ryan Reynolds together. I gotta pick somebody single. Um, is Jennifer Anderson? She's not single, is she? No, she's married as well. Uh, I gotta think about this for a little bit. I'm really. Struggling. Can I think about somebody for you? I would love for you to. But w- why we do that? If you have anybody you'd like Ashley or myself to be into, or you think uh, we have a good relationship with, please email us at Ben and Ashley <laughs> at iHeartMedia.com. Also. Please send uh, your thoughts on uh, the Almost Famous podcast, just in general. What do you think of it? How's it going? Yeah. Uh, do you appreciate it? Uh, any advice for us? Amy does read those. Uh, they go into her personal email, so we'll try it- to get back to you. And if we don't, we'll try to answer you in the air. And if we don't do that, they are getting read. Um, so send. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that Ben and I don't read them. We read them, too. She no, sends us. She forwards the yeah. good ones to us. I mean, they're all fantastic, and I'm sure. Some of the mean ones. Yeah. I try and spare their feelings. I don't want to read, I don't wanna read the mean ones. I, I got to... I got a heart to protect. Uh, you know what I do sometimes? That's probably not a good idea. But when I am down, sometimes I'll order some saucy. Makes me feel a little better. Oh, yes. A listener wants to know what kind of tequila yeah. Ben like. Yeah. So my, my common phrase with that, Ashley, I know where you're going, is drink because you're happy, never because you're sad. I, I've ne- I'm going to be lying. I'm lying. I've never drank when I'm sad, actually. That's Just doing this for the sake of saucy and the transitions that I, we are masters at. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I... I always feel like it really perpetuates the down, which yeah. is with the whole whatever. We, we don't need to talk about this. So my favorite this, tequila <laughs> is Casa Amigo. So Mandy emailed us and asked, hey, what is Ben's favorite tequila? And it's Casa Amigo. So it's the Blanco. It's George Clooney's tequila line. Uh, it is just affordable. It's smooth. has a little vanilla finish to it. I, I appreciate that as my sipping tequila. He appreciates it. I appreciate it. Um, Saucy it really is an incredible app. Ashley, I, I think that you've used Saucy uh, in the past. Yeah. You found it very convenient, mm-hmm. very easy. I use Saucy. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's what Saucy is. Saucy is a alcohol delivery app. Saucy delivers your favorite wine, beer, and liquor right to your door on demand. It really is the Uber of alcohol. If you're in L.A., San Francisco, Chicago, San Diego, or Sacramento, your Saucy order will arrive at your door in 30 minutes or less. That's nuts. That's faster than post. I don't get it still. It I does still do that, <laughs> though. It really is 30 yeah. minutes or less. Every time 
I don't get how I can I can do push a button and all of a sudden it's showing up at my door. Well, how do you get a pizza? That's nuts. It's 30 minutes. That's a tight time uh, frame. Good, good good point, Amy. <laughs> how in the heck do you get a pizza that quick? Uh, if you're not in those cities, it will be at your door in two days or less nationwide. So no order minimums, no delivery fees. The Saucy app is a fully stocked bar on your phone for all occasions, all celebrations, all events, all birthday parties. Uh, really good point here. Yeah. If you're going to a party and you're like, oh, crap, forgot to bring over something for oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then you could be like in the car at a red light and be like, oh, I'm just going to send it right over. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. You don't have to stop at the grocery store or whatever. Here's the crazy part. And this isn't mentioned here. We're reading off a little script here. But this isn't mentioned is that you're actually paying exactly what you pay at the liquor store for your wine, beer, or liquor. Because there's no upcharge, right? They're, they're partnering with the stores. That's how this is working. So you're just ordering your alcohol. It's, it's a really great thing. Um, and so here's the offer. For a limited time, you can get $15 off when you download the Saucy app and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. That's the Saucy app spelled Saucy, S-A-U-C-E-Y, and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS for $15 off. What a cool sponsor. We have some awesome, awesome sponsors that are doing some great things out there. We appreciate you. And uh, we have Lori on the line who has access to the 49ers. Who would have ever thought this trade would be so good for me? (laughs) Let's do it. Lori. Hello, everybody. Hi. So what's your connection to the 49ers? And is Jimmy ready to start dating around San Francisco? Does she even know what you want? You have to tell her what you want. (laughs) (laughs) I thought she was briefed. Um, Lori, how chummy are you with the 49ers? Well, you know, I, I'm a fifth generation San Franciscan and have worked with many of them in the PR industry over all sorts of decades. So I'm, I'm pretty good friends with, um, a lot of the players, a lot of the past coaches, the owners and everything. So I guess you could say I'm, I'm pretty tight. What do you need? So I need, well, I need tickets. to date uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. That's what I really want to know. How much is this going to cost me, Shug? Nothing, uh, nothing. Technically, no dollar amount. Yeah, tell her what you want. I should Just hear the some guy. emotional baggage. Um, I would like, we are trying to set, okay, so Wells Adams, one of our friends, is dating Sarah Highland. So one oh, of yeah. our topics for today's podcast, that you are on the Ben Ashley, almost in his podcast, um, is... We're trying to set each other or ourselves up with our celebrity crushes who are within the realm of actually being able to get. And I think that Jimmy Garoppolo is pretty attainable for me. I, I love that. And do are, are we certain that he's single, first of all? Uh-oh, I'm yeah. Googling wife, and oh, it's not looking it's not, good for you. It's not wife. Wife always pops up. Put any athlete plus wife, it always pops up. He is very single. He's also a little young for me, which is... Um... I'll take Ashley's oh, word no, no, for no, if he's no, single no, no. now. She's my, researched his my, uh, my husband is seven years younger than me, and we're going on 15 years. It's all good. Oh, he's 26. He's Dean's age. That's fine. Wait, Amy, Wikipedia him. It'll tell you the personal part if yeah, he has I, I actually don't see a girl. No There's girl. weirdly some pictures with Kate Upton, but I'm not going to well, look Kate that Upton got up. married this weekend. So yes, it's brilliant. Okay, so why don't I do this? I'm sending someone who's very in the know right now as I'm talking to you a text message. Uh-huh. Um, and are we and asking Doug, Lori? 
we're not well i'm actually i i i uh i just sent a text message to actually someone who is within the 49 oh, nice. uh organization and slash owner oh nicely done nicely done okay let's see okay, so that'll work i mean are you against this idea Lori? is this is are this... you against this idea not at all no, okay um but i, I mean does this make you feel uncomfortable exactly, really quickly so the the idea is that for the most gorgeous amazing becca to date this lucky ashley ashley that's okay because you met them both together no why did someone else say becca i don't know don't worry about it don't worry about it okay um it's ashley, all the same yeah. now this is the beautiful ashley that we're no one looks better in braids than ashley thank you that's that, right that's me <laughs> okay I, I i think this is a fabulous idea and i think that you guys would be perfect together even better than Becca. i'm sorry i think that this should be done who is this jimmy garoppolo he was the backup he quarterback the backup for tom brady for three for tom years brady. and now he's and been traded to is the legitimately probably going to be a huge star for the 49ers is he their quarterback well, he's there. Well, he is now. He just came over to the team. They oh. didn't play him last weekend because obviously he has to get acclimated. But apparently, the word on the street is that he is working very hard right now and will play in the next game. Okay, you can tell him that we don't so have to start dating until January, but like he might go home to Michigan. Things I know. Oh, wow. There's planes. It's all good. Um, but should we wait to see if he's good or not before we do the setup, Ashley? Yeah. Oh, no. Definitely. No, it doesn't have to be good. Well, he would be so lucky. I've met you. You are so fabulous. You're smart. You're funny. You're drop-dead gorgeous. I mean, he'd be an idiot not to want to date you. Oh, my gosh. Thank Lori, you. You're so, so happen. sweet. Yeah, try to make it happen while the season's still going on because it's only an hour flight away. Okay. Well, the good news is that I will get um, – I, I, I'll, I'll try to bridge an intro. When are you going to be in San Francisco next fall? Whenever you need me. <laughs> Okay. Uh, how about this? Can I talk you into getting Amy Sugarman to get on a plane no. and coming here? No. No, I'll drive up with Amy if that's what it takes. Exactly. Okay. All right. Well, I'll do my due diligence. I promise, and I will let you all know. And good luck. Now, do we have any, you know, any? What about you, Ben? Deep? What do you need from Lori? Who do you want her to set yeah. you up? Uh, Lori, I just, I just really want Ashley happy. Oh my goodness so if gracious! You can make her happy, I'll be happy. Well, what's your type, Ben? Because I, there could be a good smattering of people here that we can consider i've asked myself that question for years <laughs> um it ranges i just just to, be honest i honestly i don't know I've, really? i really i really cannot figure that out so maybe that's what you can do for me laura you can sit down you and i can go out to dinner one time and just talk about it talk about me a lot and we'll figure out what my type is can we can we agree to that <laughs> i agree and i have a plan do you want to hear the plan i do I have a plan that we are going to set up Jimmy and Ashley. He's going to naturally fall madly in love. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to see if Jimmy <laughs> has any hot sisters. And then we're going to set both of them up with you or all three of them. I don't even know if he has any. And then hopefully you will all fall madly in love. And then we'll have a double wedding and I will light a candle at the ceremony. <laughs> okay. You were not even that... prepped for this. You, your mind works really <laughs> fast, Lori. Far. Yeah. Wow. That, that's a big deal. Why and I can be related to Ashley. Yeah, how cool. We'd be in loss. By the way, I have stories about Sugarman if you want to know. Okay, That's we got to go. Thanks so much. Okay, okay, okay we're out of time. We, we just got word in that Garoppolo has no sisters, way. but he does have three brothers. All right, lots of love. All right, Jimmy, I'm, I'm on to Jimmy right now. I'm getting texts right now. I'll let you know. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, on to our final. fantastic episode this I, has I don't, been. Yeah, I just, I just need to, to kind of to move forward. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit thrown off that. How, how much power Amy Sugarman has that at the <laughs> beginning of this episode, 
She Ashley just throws up. I didn't close it yet. Wait till I close it. Well, I know. I mean, I'm kind of like I'm. I'm literally on my phone as Lori was talking. Sorry, sorry if I didn't say a lot because I'm. I'm googling like his type, my (laughs) type, and like oh, I know who who my celebrity crush is. Oh, I mean Blake Watson. Okay, this is a little bit ambitious, but you were the lead, so maybe we can get you. No, it doesn't sound realistic. Yeah, I don't think it sounds very realistic. But I mean, it's crazy that Ashley can just throw out Jimmy Garoppolo. And Amy, by the end of the podcast, goes, yeah, I think I can get you on a date with them. That's that's the world I want to live in. So I'm just trying to throw out names here. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston, Amy. She's married. She's married. Uh, you gotta pick people Courtney that are not Cox. married. Courtney Cox. She's engaged. You, She's engaged. You a cougar? I'm yeah. a big friend. Is he a cougar? <laughs> or, or, yeah, cougar. Uh, Hunter. Hunter. Cougar, yeah. cougar I Hunter. Know. I don't know. Hey, everybody, we, uh, we appreciate listening today. <laughs> Thank you to... Um, BioClarity, Saucy, and Quip for your sponsorships. Thank you to our guests today, Jade, Roper, Tolbert, Courtney Robertson, Lori, who is hooking Ashley up with Jimmy Garoppolo. Wow, what a podcast for Ashley. Hey, everybody, (laughs) we appreciate you. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week, but I got to get out of here. Honduras is calling my name, and Ashley San Francisco is calling yours. (laughs) With that, this has been the Almost Famous Podcast. I've been Ben. And I've been Ashley Garoppolo. Bye. See you next time. (laughs) The Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.